All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Mr. Sandspin, the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. Continue to go to their website, check out all their latest products, uh, CBD products, disposables as well, too. Um, there's another product I'm going to share from out for out there as well with Hazel Sky here pretty soon. I tell people to go uh, check out. Um, but anyway, Hazel Sky and this next segment, uh, first segment of the second hour, is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether they're auto, life, home, or renters. He can find the cheapest rate out there for you because he represents over 40 different carriers. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports crime. That's the song Colin Murray you listen to right now. Sit down. Be humble. Yeah, exactly. Because let me tell you something, man. You can you you can't really win a Super Bowl. Well, the the, the ingredients start in the offseason, the road to win a Super Bowl. But you really can't win it in the offseason. But you damn sure can lose it. By the way, you start off with off the field stuff, quarterbacks here. Coach not in, in, you know, sold on them. Front office not sold on them, you know. And that's kind of, you know, which we'll get into that in another, in another next segment or so. That's kind of my whole direction I'm taking with this news coming out of Cleveland about Baker and what they're saying. So we'll get to that. But NBA sticking with that. Yes, last night the Mavericks came back from 21 down to defeat the Golden State Warriors. And I've been talking about the Mavericks. I'm very impressed with their defense, um, the way they're playing. Um, me, in my opinion, I thought Jason Kidd's first job at Brooklyn with the Nets was just a disaster. Okay? The only thing I remember out of that is faking and spilling some drink on a ref or whatever, coming to a timeout when, like, his first five or six games he coached there. And from there else, it was just a nightmare. He did a pretty good job with Milwaukee. I mean, I'll give him that. With his time at the Bucks, there he did a decent job. Where the defense, though, of the, I, I, when he was with the Bucks, speaking of Jason Kidd as a coach, and when he was with the Nets, I didn't see his team take on this type of identity um, like they had with the Mavericks. And maybe that's because of what he's learned from his first couple jobs, and he's more mature, and he knows that maybe that's a part that he wants to start teaching. I don't know, but that's what stands out to me about this Mavericks team. Now, I will tell you this. When you have a coach in basketball, when you have a first-year coach, and this is your first year together, okay? I mean, Jason Kidd has been a head coach before. He's not a first-year coach. I'm just saying he's his first year on the job as a coach at the Mavericks. When you have a superstar player like Luka and you have a victory like this against a team like this, against a player like this, these are the type of wins that really can mold a culture and hit it home with the coach has been preaching when you can go get a win like this, when you get off to a slow start, can't throw the ball in the ocean, you get down 21 points to that particular team, and you come back on the road in their house and you defeat them. Okay? They're one of the teams that I think. I, I think they're still a a Robin, like Batman and Robin, a Robin to Luca away. I think they need to get probably one more you know, stud player before they can really say that they can go win a title. Uh, but I really like the direction that they're going. One of the other things that I've noticed over the weekend too, that I, we talked about it last week that I was going to take note of speaking of basketball in the West, 
the Suns are off to an 0-2 start in life without Chris Paul. 0-2. National televised game against the Jazz. Uh, Blew a lead there. Gave up. You know, let Utah go on a crazy run. You know, I think it was 11. They gave up an 11-0 run to end a quarter in the third quarter, I think, or second quarter, one of those quarters to really let the game get away from them and let Jazz rally and go on. They lost that game. Um, and then they lost uh, – who did they lose to yesterday? I forgot who they lost to yesterday or Saturday. But they've dropped two. They're 0-2. And, again, I talked about the, the team. This is the same team, too, with Monty Williams, which I love as a head coach. But this is the same team before, for the most part – before Chris Paul got there that just could not even come sniff close to the playoffs. And this is a team last year that I took notice, and I remember talking about on these airways that when the Suns, when Chris Paul would come out of the game, they would struggle as a team in that second unit, especially with Devin Booker. They're off to a rough start 0-2. Not going to panic yet. They've got some cushion, but I, the, the, when Chris Paul went out and they were they, he was done for the rest of the regular season, I said the key was how Devin Booker was going to perform. You said you want to shine a light on Aiden to see how he was going to basically go ahead and step up. They're 0-2, and they do kind of look a little bit. And then I'll get, look, we're coming out the All-Star break. Give them a few games to get adjusted, being back without Chris Paul being in the lineup, period. Give them that. But I'm just saying, take note of that. Take note of that. They're 0-2. What you got, Jones? So going, the other team they lost to was the Pelicans on Friday who are now, they've won three straight, I believe. They picked up the yeah. Lakers the other night. Yeah, just they fine. dominated them last night. Speaking of the Lakers, I was going to get to that, but yeah. But I wanted to go back to Luka and the Mavs. Mm-hmm. So you say he's a Rob in a way, but they've tried the Unicorn. They did the Chris Stops kind of deal. They've tried Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, well, what 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 position or what kind of a player do you think that what, what kind of a Robin do you need? Because even if you, I want to be a nerd here and play with that Batman analogy because bad girl has her own things. And, um, the, uh, the red hood had his own thing. Uh, really going what, what kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> Nightwing does his, does his specialty. So, so Batman had his different sidekicks. What kind of a sidekick though, does Luca need to make this work? Anybody in the Marvel family would do. Well, that's DC. Oh, okay, so you well, want Marvel? DC or whatever the hell? I don't know, man. <laughs> Not a nerd like that. I went into comics. So, and look, all I'm telling you is, look, they can build a bunch of worker bees around Luca. I mean, Luca's a generational talent, right? Uh, you and you can see it just shedding off. I'm like, man, it looks like Luca's living in a sauna. Like after every game, like you burn two, three thousand calories, and Luca's just going to the sauna because he's dropping it. I can see he's he's thinned out even more. He, I promise you, under Jason Kidd. He will never. He will not show up weighing two sixty, two sixty two, and and in September, October anymore. He won't. He that he's been called out. The owners called him out, and you can see they hit a nerve. So he can. You can get a bunch of middle of the road guys, maybe another alternate go. I'm not saying that he needs an Anthony Davis, a KD. I'm just telling you that I think to answer your question, somebody that consistently in a four out of seven series come in and knowing that you know what I know that I can get twenty from him. Or twenty five, if need be, from him. Uh, that's the, I think they there's you you still because when you run up against a Golden State, you in a we're talking not on, not on a given night, not on a Sunday night in, in in February. I'm talking about when you run up against them in May and June, you're gonna need whether it's Golden State, you run up against um, you know even a a Phoenix Suns as constructed right now. You 
he's going to need some help in regards to another person that can know to get that 2025. They thought it was Przingis. Right. But Przingis just wasn't ever comfortable in playing that role. He wasn't comfortable with having Luka having the ball in his hands that much. That's why that didn't work. But they tried it with some guy that could be able to maybe give you a for sure 2025 if you need it. So assuming that Clay Thompson is off the table, it does does that Robin, does that 20 to 25 kind of guy who can play the supporting role and, and understand that if he needs to help take over a game at the end of it, at the end, does that person exist in the NBA? Do you, is there somebody you would like to see the Mavericks maybe try to pursue? Uh, because obviously they, I don't, I don't know, don't know that the Mavericks would have the um, maybe the cat draft capital or the opportunity to wait to develop somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, who who would you like to see Mark Cuban open the checkbook for? That's a good question. I mean, there could be a list of guys. I mean, I think they got some good guys on the team right now. Currently, I mean, but it's not just, Robin. Not to be that consistently consistent. Um, I don't know. I would have to see who's free agent. You'd have to. You'd have to let me ponder on that. Well, I mean, not even I, a free agent. Who could they trade for? Because I'm just trying to figure. Because again, like. Uh, Hardaway Jr. more of a, a of a guard kind of situation. Chris Tops more of a big, and, and ne- neither one of them really worked for him. And I don't I not, think, not, not to say that Tim Hardaway Jr. is like an elite talent in the NBA, right. but he's a solid talent in the NBA. I, you know what? I would say, I, I, I mean, I would have to think of maybe a big, like a, a big guy, uh, you know, that can maybe be that guy or forward or something like that. Um, not necessarily another guard per se, but. I don't know. It, I mean, it could be somebody on their roster that they're developing. I'm just telling you when they I, – as much as I'm speaking Mavericks, Mavericks, Mavericks over the last few weeks and keep bringing them up and giving them love, I still don't think that they're all the way there yet to say that they are a title contender the way they're structured now. Now, if these players right. develop in the next – you know, it, this could be the roster as it is, and you run it back and they come back in 2023 and they're ready to take that next step and they're a threat to be in the Western Conference Finals, NBA Finals. They're going on that path. I mean, if you, the, I'm pretty sure Luca is Luca is the reason why Jason Kidd say, "Yeah, I'm not going to wait here for Frank Vogel, uh, be Vogel to get fired. I'll go Dallas. I'll go coach him." I'm pretty sure he's a big reason why Jason Kidd took that job. Now, speaking of Frank Vogel and the Lakers, uh, it's bad. It's embarrassing. I, I mean, honestly, I think the Lakers are in a situation at best case scenario they're going to be playing for the play-in game, uh, or they might not even qualify for the ten. I mean. You, even though the Pelicans, that was their third win in a row, you got dubbed up at home in the crypto centers, I guess what they call it. You got dubbed up at home by a team that has a guy out that a lot of people are ready to call a bust already in Zion. Okay, on a national primetime game. And, and you know, it's it's one of those when you look at the Lakers and you look at Vogel and you look at the way they play, it, it, there's no identity with them. It's either we're going to go as far as LeBron can give us tonight. And and if Westbrook decides to get some rebounds and he hits a couple mid-range clutch shots to end an 8-0 run from the other team or an extended an 8-0 run, we're, that's what we can hope for. It's bad. It's, um, you know, I think for the first time with the Lakers, I think the philosophy has changed a little bit in the front office based off of what we talked about last week and, and, and pretty much um, – Genie Bus and Palenque, especially it's Genie Bus's call in regards to saying, "Hey, I don't want to take on any more money for the contract." That's usually not the Lakers' way. They're 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 used to playing luxury tax if they have to or whatever. So the philosophy up top in front office seems like it's changing now. A lot of that, a lot of stuff we've been through in the last two three years has changed because of our circumstances. But I'm just telling you 
that it's 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 not fixable in my opinion uh, during the season. I think it best case scenario because I think even if they get hot, the, the the I think the hottest the Lakers can get is maybe run off like maybe four games, five games tops in a row, and then they might lose one or two. They're just not that they're not put together. They've got a lot of names on a roster, but the team is just not put together th- that well, and that's that's unexcusable. You know, for the late, it's like I tell you about the salary cap thing with the NFL. Like, you can miss the playoffs and you can be a team missing the playoffs, but if you got a lot of money to spend, that's not so bad. But if you're a team missing the playoffs and you're, you're strong for cap money, there's a different element in that. And that's the same thing I bring it back to basketball. You could be in the Spurs situation and it is what it is, but that is not, that there, there's no excuse to be in the Lakers situation. I mean, there's a chance the Spurs might catch LA. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's no excuse for that. I mean, we know where we're at with the silver and black. Okay, there's no there's no LeBron on this team. There's no Anthony Davis. And I understand Anthony's hurt, but it's bad. And then you're going to have to have the question of what LeBron is basically going to do. Because as far as I'm concerned, LeBron is to the point to where if he's not leaving to go play with Bronny, he's got to ride this out. No matter if he never sniffs another Finals again. And that's just the record he's going to end with. Then he's got to go chase the records, and he got because I think you really, really, if you're LeBron, you really take a hit if you leave for another team and it's not to go play with your son. I, I just think where he's at in this stage of career don't mean he can't do it, no meaning he won't do it. But that's just my opinion. That comes from somebody that has defended LeBron forever, you know. But does he 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 has his hand in this now for Westbrook to sit there after the game and talk about the fans booing, which by the way, they really didn't really boo into the end toward like when they were leaving. It's not like it was shower of boos through the game. They booed him after the whistle blew. And for Russell Russell to sit there and say, Oh, the hell with him. Tell him to go home if they want to boo. Russ, man, you just showed up in LA, man. Like you I understand you're flustered. You might be taking a lot more blame than you deserve on this. You knew what you signed up for. You knew what you got when you traded there. You knew what happened. That's just the way it is. But LeBron definitely deserves some of this blame in regards to this struggle. Not because his performance on the court, because he's still putting up good numbers. He's still balling. But for hit, look, had a chance to go get DeMar. Didn't want to do that. Had a chance to go get, uh, who was it? There was somebody else they passed on to because of this Westbrook situation. Uh, but there was there was players that they could have maybe possibly was available to go get, and it was it was hey this Westbrook it'll go it'll work, and it hasn't. And now sometimes he wants to and he does have a reputation to where people think oh here he goes he's gonna blame he's gonna take a shot at the organization and then he's gonna sit there and just buy out. I mean that's just the thing. But this is eager. I don't think it's a situation where the Lakers can fix this. And I think they're really playing for the playing game at most. And if they do, they might be one and done. I don't know, but it, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. What you got? So it was Marvin Bagley the third, right? That they were kind of chasing or flirting with. He might have been a name. It was a Kings player, yeah. but but the report. So Rick Boucher, Boucher, mm-hmm. uh, from, from uh, Fox Sports One, mm-hmm. uh, he said today that you just can't that LeBron can't carry a team anymore. Okay, which I is agree with is fair. But you still have one more year left on his deal because he's scheduled, he, he structured it to, to where he would free, hit free agency the year Bronny comes out. So that's already established. So he has one more year. 
can he step aside if he if, if everybody else is recognizing that he can't carry a team anymore and he can't even he can't even carry partial load when you've got Carmelo and Russell Westbrook and AD on that team you can't even carry a full partial load so what can the Lakers do or do they have to kind of just count the next two the rest of the season and next year as a loss they because definitely he's not I think, going anywhere. Unless. I think I think they definitely got to probably chalk this this year up to a loss. I don't know next year that they have to go in already defeated. I think Anthony Davis's health is a big part. It's Anthony Davis or bust. I mean, it, they put a lot into get. They gave up a lot to get him, and they have delivered one championship, which was in the bubble. But it is what it is. But I think you don't have to go into next season in regards to saying, oh, we're just doomed because it is what it is. I think a lot of it's going to ride on Anthony Davis. And the history shows us, and I wouldn't bet against it or for it, that he's going to basically make an 82-game season. You know, I just don't see it. I, I, you know, I mean, I've been in the guy's corner, but this is just what it is. I mean, injuries find him, and that's just that's really what next year boils down. But, no, they're in a, they're in a situation where there's not too much wiggle room to them to do anything. I mean, this was all LeBron and Anthony Davis bust. They knew what they signed up for, Palenque and Jenny. I just think Jenny didn't change the game post-COVID. Say, uh, y'all thought it was unlimited. Checkbook, no. Checkbook's closed. Lost my ATM card. Can't do it. Sorry. That's just the thing, you know? And there ain't no more Phil Jackson around to be in her ear anyway. Like, Jenny, you know, we can just, no. Phil ain't around no more. So that's just the Laker Nation. So like I said, they've been real quiet. I haven't heard none of them from social media, none of them. They've been quiet through this mess. 1-800-707-9760. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, and Sam Spitter, the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, the key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Go to your local liquor store. Make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks. All right, or you can just stick to the mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang. Official sponsor of the sports crime. All right. So, um, keeping it moving. Um, but yeah, I think it's one of those, uh, situations with the Lakers that it's just not going to be probably fixed before then. And I just think things have changed a little bit in that regards. Um, also sticking to the, uh, NBA night. Besides, I know we said the Spurs take on Memphis. 
A um, couple of other interesting matches I'm looking here. I know you alluded to the Bulls and the Heat get it on tonight. Um, it's still kind of surprising. I still don't know how the Heat are the number one seed in the East. I'm going to really dive into them toward the end, toward the last few weeks of the season, um, you know, how they're getting it done. But they take the, they take on the Bulls. Okay, Bulls. That's Jimmy Butler. Uh, well, the, 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 Madden mm-hmm. show, the, the, the reason they're there, of course, is Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry. But I always right. forget Kyle Lowry's over there. With the Heat now. Yeah, right? with, with the Heat. And, of course, it's uh, him and his old buddy DeMar DeRozan mm-hmm. in that Bulls-Heat matchup. Yeah, that should be interesting. The Bulls are going in at a four-and-a-half-point underdog uh, in that game tonight. Um, also, um, you know, the other match, the other thing about the NBA, too, if you look at it over the weekend – you know, maybe it's not going to take as long as Embiid and James Harden to to jail, you know, um, as maybe we thought. And and really when I say him, I keep throwing in Doc Rivers, too. I mean, there's an adjustment, too, I think, of James getting used to playing with Doc Rivers, too. But you know what? I mean, they put James put up some decent numbers for his debut. They got another win yesterday. Um, you know, we'll see how they continue to march on and how much they can get prepared for the last couple of weeks of the regular season as well. Um, before we go to the phones, also uh, switching gears back to the National Football League, a couple points I wanted to put out there today. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts make it official, and they sent a proposal to the league about the OT, o, overtime rule changes. I'm like, fitting it would come from this organization who pretty much basically broke uh, Deflategate. They went to Kashi 6-9 on Deflategate, uh, Grissom at the time. And then this is a team that's in flux right now, about to be a locker room divided over Carson Wentz. And they sitting there putting to the league overtime suggestions. Okay. I haven't read the details of it, but the more the, the, the reason, reason why I'm bringing this up, too, is because they're going to talk about, they're going to vote on this here pretty soon and talk about it. And when their annual rules committee and stuff. And I keep saying it. I love the shield. I love the NFL, but I will say they're probably one of the worst in it at it in their league that continue to put on rule changes to their officials from every year to every year. And then people like myself and fans, we sit here and we bitch and complain and we rip refs when they have horrible days on Sunday, Mondays or Thursdays, but in their defense, they're not all the way full time. Like they should be. You know, in regard when we say full time, we don't mean like pay them like they're full time. We mean like, hey, c- c- referee clinics in the off season, this and this in in the huddle, paying enough money to where they are employees even in the off season with the NFL. But we get on them, but every year they're having to deal with a tweak in replay. Oh, we're gonna call, we're gonna challenge past INT this year. No, we're not doing that no more. To what a catch is to now that we're really going to take because Josh Allen did not get an opportunity in one of the better playoff games that we've seen in recent history. Some people might think it's the best. Okay. But just because Josh Allen didn't get an opportunity, we're really going to put this foot forward to try to change these overtime rules, which I'm totally against. But I just thought it was funny that that's the team that decide to go ahead and take the initiative to go and put the proposal to the league. This is the same organization that hangs up banners for second place division finishes and runner ups. No joke. It's not even a joke. Go look at it. Okay. But I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. And again, 
One thing, you got a comment before I go to the next thing? Uh, yeah, just really quick. Uh, so Judy Batista of NFL.com is, is saying that it's just you what know, everybody had thought it was. Just both teams get possession. That's, that's just okay. how that plays. That's fine. I mean, but it's one thing to talk about it on talk radio and to talk about it amongst the talking heads. There's one thing to actually have an NFL team really put a proposal together to change this, and that being the team. Okay? Just worry about getting, like, at least a third or fourth for Carson if you can. That's what that's what they need to be worried about over there. But maybe I have that's no what sympathy. The deal is maybe it, maybe it's hey if you guys <laughs> if you guys trump this platform right. over here, try to get this OT. We'll we'll give you guys a sweeter deal for Carson and Zach. I'm sorry. Like I've told, I'll tell you, and like I've told AC at home. I in Colts Nation out there. That six of y'all. There's no. There's no. I have no sympathy, man. It's the curse of Andrew Luck. I have no sympathy, man. That y'all might be going into quarterback carousel hell. Not because I've I've lived it currently for six years and counting. It's because y'all had it gift wrapped out of Stanford right after Peyton Manning, and y'all fumbled all over it. Okay, but other news and notes in the NFL before we hit the phone. Uh, according to CBS Sports, I forgot who did the article, but uh, it's leaked out that the Cleveland Browns have all quarterback options on the table for 2022, but Baker Mayfield will be the starter next year to leak that out to put that out there is not good because because to me it's like you you it's a situation where okay fine he's a starter but you made it somebody in the building knows and somebody's leaked it out to know that hey everything's on the table from vets to draft so pretty much you're just like okay we're gonna ride this year out how does that team handle that going forward you know, I can understand, and I mean, you'll tell me, and I get it. You know, Baker's track record from being a walk-on and doubted, and this and this—that's fine. But how does the other team? I mean, the rest of the players on the team on both sides of the ball handle that? You really are undercutting your guy and having him. We talk about lame duck coaches. We're getting to the point in NFL where you got lame duck quarterbacks sometimes because of the media and because of the fan base and because and not a lot of it is the GMs and the owners are buying into this talk. They're listening to talk radio. They're listening to they're look they're listening to blogs and podcasts, but oh Baker this, this and sometimes the human element which y'all always hear me go to is plays into some of this stuff getting out. Well, you know what? Maybe we do need a look this year and beyond. Even if that's what the plan is and that's what you want to do, keep that in house. Keep oh, it in house. Okay, I am going to qualify this. Being from the area, this report doesn't come from internally. This report is from Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com. And Mary Kay Cabot is known for these. If you want to read the actual article, it's behind a paywall. I, I write too, okay? I, I write. So yeah, I, I, rely on, I rely on people to read my articles. So I get, I get the whole drumming up and, 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 and you know, trying to get the subscriber views and stuff like that. Up. So you're accusing Mary Kate of clickbait. Clickbait. Wow. That is such, that's, that's but, just a flavor and foul, man. But, but, to all, but to put it out there, this is something, it's just because we already knew they were going to explore all options. Any team within their right mind approaches the offseason every year. With with uh, open options at quarterback. And what did you just say last week? It's not what you say; it's how you say it, and when you say it, and why you say it. Exactly. And so, so, but 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 the, 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 this isn't citing inside sources. Say a team mem- a, a team official told me this is a this is a, a, a reported NFL insider saying that the, this is what the Browns will do. You said it's not a reported. 
What is Mary, what is Mary Kay? What's her title? Because you brought her journalist. name up before. She's, she's a, journalist. a journalist. Does she cover the And I'm pretty sure that journalist, Mary Kay, this okay, is, yeah. she, she's walking around in her car, not not with Mary Kay products, but in her phone, she's got contacts to people in that organization. Somebody in that organization, because you've gone to the Mary Kay card on me before years ago, like, hey, that's Mary Kay. And I get it. There are people that want to drum up, basically sitting there, click this and all that. And I get it. I'm not saying you're totally shooting you down. But Mary Kay to put this out there for something you say, I'm, 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 not, I'm not bringing this up to breaking news. I mean, we've talked about it on this show right. with your ties to Cleveland. We talked about Baker. I'm bringing it up to the fact that I believe Mary Kay put this out there because somebody in that organization has told her the plan to put it out there. My whole point of bringing this up is that with a team that did not make the playoffs last year, that you could say kind of underachieved despite whether Baker was banged up or not, you don't go, you don't like, you don't put it out there to where the teammates and the people on, you know, the 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 hunts of the world, the chubs of the world, the the Miles Garrett of the world figure like, well, damn, dude, like we're 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 taking bullets. We're trying to show we still believe in Baker, but if the front office is letting us know that they're certainly they're actively certain, like yeah, because to me that sounds like you're starting week one because we don't have another choice right now. You're, you're telling you're telling me that Miles Garrett's gonna read Cleveland.com before he just calls up Jimmy Haslam and says, hey man, what's really going on with Baker? Because he's already gone to the media and said we're behind Baker. Yeah, Miles Garrett think, has gone and, out and said that himself. Now, and, now it would go against his contract situation in, in a sense, possibly. To, he doesn't want those headlines around trying to drum up, you know, controversy around the quarterback position. Okay. To your point, yeah, you know what, Miles Garrett could pick up that phone, and you know what they could do? They could lie to his ass, just like in regards to anything else. Because at the end of the day, Miles Garrett is an employee. Who do you and, think and the, the inside scoop, the real scoop, though? You, you really think they're going to save that for a journalist listen, as opposed to the li- franchise listen, defensive end? Listen, I am going to stick up for this woman, Kate, uh, Mary Kate. She, I'm going to stick up for her being in a male-dominated industry that has a lot of male chauvinists and sexist people out there want to discredit her because she's a female. Not saying what you did. Not saying you did, but you notice I like to deflect some attention to you when I have a chance and stuff like this. But I'm not going to sit there and say automatically this woman is just out here on a slow sports day in February, the last day of Black History Month, and just going to say, you know what, man? I'm just going to put out here and see what's going. This came from somebody in there. The point of it is it's not speculation anymore. It's not whether they're going to give them a, a contract. This is out there now to know they're they're not they're not so. And I told you this that due to the fact that they let him out there with the harness and play, the front office let me know then they weren't a hundred percent sold on this guy. But because, again, that's what we we've known this. This isn't breaking news. This isn't some inside report. But it's different when it's told from somebody in the organization, which I believe, in my opinion. Leaked it out. It's different when it comes from them than radio guy that's hosting radio drive time in Cleveland or basically Jonas Clark that writes or Calvin that does it. It's different when it comes from somebody in that organization because now it's reality. But Andrew Barry said a month ago, Andrew Barry said a month ago, we're going into the offseason with Baker as our quarterback and we're going to explore all options. Yeah. We're okay. going to do our due diligence. And, and if, he and if starts- Jerry Jones isn't exploring other options beyond Dak Prescott, understanding he just got a contract. But if Jerry Jones has the option to pull pull a trigger on on, on Aaron Rodgers, if he thinks that can work in the um, the McCarthy offense better to try and win a Super Bowl before he dies, or if he can't land Tom Brady somehow and pull him back out of retirement, then 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 Jerry Jones isn't doing his job 
as, as president, uh, owner, and GM of the Dallas Cowboys. No, because you can't know because you there's sometimes CEOs and businesses of companies always don't let a transplant employees let them know what they're really doing. So, therefore, I disagree. Like, even if that's a game plan, because at the end of the day, this is the ultimate team sport. you got to get guys on both sides of the ball to believe who's under center, who's leading them. And if you go anything to undermine that, we're seeing in the day of social media where guys have their own platform, that creates a certain type of divide. No different than what I'm saying what Colin Murray and his team has done today by putting that out. Now you have some guys looking at you a certain way. But we'll see how it plays out. You said it's nothing. You you threw Mary-Kate and Ashley under the bus. So I I, I, I get it. But before we, get, before we get out of here, let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Fernando. Fernando, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 The Zone. What's up, Fernando? Hey, thanks for having me, Calvin. No problem. I just I agree with you uh, on that. As far as why would an organization go around, you know, spreading those kinds of rumors when this guy is your quarterback? You know, mm-hmm. Cleveland, uh, Arizona. What are their options? What are they going to do? They're not going to get Russell Wilson. They're not going to get Tom Brady. You know, mm-hmm. they're stuck. And if they get rid of Kyler or they get rid of uh, Baker, well, they're going to go back to the cellar. You know, they're, they're going to be losers again. So that's the best option. I mean, the NFL, this is what they wanted, right? They wanted the quarterbacks not to get hit, uh, to put up points. So you're going to have to pay them regardless. They're going to get their $40, 45000000 million unless you want to go back down to last place. Hmm. But I just want to know what you think. All right, Fernando, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it just one of those things that it's – we're just in different times with, with, with athletes and owners and GMs and, and the information that's out there through media and different outlets. That's just the price you pay when there's everybody and their mom has a podcast. Everybody and their mom is tries to get credentialed. Everybody's in the business. So you have all these things going. I just think from a standpoint, it's the elephant in the room. It's the August. I do agree with Jonas. It's like this is Mary Kate, whether somebody told her in the front office or whatever, it's not nothing that the outside didn't know. Or to know, but it is a difference once it's out there officially from a source. And I do, in my opinion, I think Mary Kay has a source. And again, it goes to Baker can use it as a fuel, but you've got to have guys buying in and to believe this. And also, I just think we're at this point, and you show it by Colin Murray. We're at this point in the NFL where they're and, and they. I don't know if they want this fight with the owners, but I can tell from the players we're to this point where these players are jockeying for control. They want to be able to dictate on who they're playing with, how long they're going to play, and how much money they goes. And this is this other generation that we knew was coming, but that's kind of what's brewing here with this whole quarterback situation across the league in, in general. And in but, Major League Baseball. And Major League that's Baseball. That's why we have a strike. Okay. All right, man. That is a wrap for today. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mr. Sandspin, the one and two, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, for hit the snooze button. And for you out the rack, just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See you tomorrow.